0: Welcome out there to another awesome and riveting episode of The Album Argument. We are so glad to be back in this new year. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for downloading and thank you for
1: sharing. Yes. We have a wonderful first album of the year, let's say.
0: This is a pretty interesting, interesting pick. Um... For those of you who don't know or are new to the album argument, Jay, can you tell us about the album argument really quick? Yeah,
1: so we have picks. Uh, we choose, uh, just to be honest, we choose a few albums at one time and we kind of share it with the other. Yeah. And we go through and listen to kind of uh, albums at a time, one album at a time from the other. And so I gave this album to Ryan. That is correct. Uh, and so Ryan, uh, let's say, has been listening to it for, let's say, maybe a month or so. That is correct. If not, maybe, you know, you've heard this before, probably. That is correct. But- <laughs> He's being interrogated (laughs) Uh, Continue And so then we get together for these live reactions in my basement And we uh, get live reactions of the best and worst picks from that album That's correct And we're pretty handsome And very handsome Which is why we are a podcast only I don't know, but after the holidays, I mean, I ate a lot and um, I didn't Maybe a little less handsome I didn't eat a thing You're very. If you hear any weird sounds, it's Ryan's stomach. He's very hungry. Sorry, he didn't eat a thing. So, Um, (laughs) but yeah, we 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 try to stump the other. Sometimes we try to pick maybe an album that the other one might not like or maybe might like. So I know my most recent one that I gave you is a Foo Fighters one. Yep. Because I thought, hey, I know Ryan. Doesn't really like the Foo Fighters, but we have a history of Foo Fighters listening to them a long time ago. So, But let me pick a different album, so maybe you'll like this one.
0: Yeah, and I picked an album called Papa Roach's Infest that Jeremy absolutely
1: loved. Yes, absolutely loved. Just like Ryan loved Thriller.
0: God, we always have to go back to Thriller.
1: (laughs) Thriller is, oh, okay, fine. But you've given me albums, let's say, to kind of like a year in review briefly. You know, last uh, year, 2022, we did, let's say, Weezer. Weezer's great album. You know, but it, you mentioned at the time it might not be the the Weezer album that you would give to somebody. Um, that is very true. You know, it's not that,
0: the Weezer album I would give someone.
1: Yeah, so there might be another Weezer album coming up. So yeah. you kind of had a reason for choosing that Weezer album just to. That
0: one was picked by a guest. Well, they said do Weezer. They said they, they picked Weezer. They said any
1: album. Yeah, and this album is actually a pick from a listener, too. What? So Tell uh, us more, Jeremy. Yeah, so a little segue, uh, yeah, a little smart segue for, from me on here. So uh, this is thanks to my friend Justin. I believe you know Justin from Florida State. That What's we went to up, together. Justin? I haven't seen him in a long time. J-Woe, he's also named. J-Woe. Uh, he goes by. So uh, he uh, he and I talked a little while ago, and he said, hey, I really like the podcast, and I'd love to hear some Beach Boys.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And film. so
1: he is a Beach Boy... Pro. Is he? He and I and our other uh, uh, roommate Brian back in Florida State days, we actually did a Beach Boy cover band. Ooh! And I think the poster I forgot is right behind you over there. And we did uh, just various the big tall one. We were the uh, the we were supposed to be the sa- the sandbox trio. And then it was mistitled titled to the Soundbox Trio, I believe. Actually, that yeah. sounds cooler. Yeah, that sounds cooler. So, but it was the sandbox because Brian Wilson used to want to play in the sandbox with the piano and things like that. But, anyways, so we had a there was a cover uh, concert at the venue back in Florida State where I worked, uh, Club Down Under. So, shout out to Club Down Under friends. And um, yeah, we we uh, we were Beach Boy nuts enough to be a cover band. That's awesome. I am not a singer, but they are both let's say, choir teachers and uh, sing at church and so forth. So they are a wonderful singer. So, of course, they are greatly influenced by the Beach Boys and love the Beach Boys. So, um, yeah, this is a request from Justin. Uh, So I picked Pet Sounds, which came out in 1966. Mm -hmm. Now I admit Justin said just uh he liked Beach Boys. He actually suggested maybe the greatest hits, but I felt like I would be cheating by choosing the greatest See, hits.
0: See, I've thought about doing a greatest hits record and, and forcing you to listen to one. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you which one in case I ever do that. Uh, yeah. But I I'm not
1: opposed to doing a greatest hits album. So maybe we'll do a greatest maybe hits. Maybe we will. Um so this is not the greatest hits from the Beach Boys. It is, you know. Some might claim it is. It could be, yes. So um, but yeah, so this is, um, the, the closest I could get, right? So on this album, we had Brian Wilson, the, the brain of, uh, the, the Beach Boys, also Carl Wilson, Dennis Wilson, Mike Love, Al Jardine, and Bruce, uh, Johnston. And so, uh, Wilson was trying to create, let's say, quote, the greatest rock album ever made.
0: Now, wasn't this because he was in competition with the Beatles to yeah. a certain degree? Yeah.
1: So, uh, Sergeant Peppers had come out and, you know, trying to make, or maybe just slightly after this, I believe, and he was trying to you know, go back and forth and re, let's say Revolver was out. And so kind of trying to one up the other. Yes. Gotcha. Trying to one up the other. And so I know there was supposed to be an album after this, which is actually, I would say my favorite Brian Wilson album. Is that Smile? Smile. Smile. Yeah. Okay. So Smile. So Brian Wilson ended up, uh, after Pet Sounds, tried to one up Pet Sounds, which at the beginning Pet Sounds wasn't really It was not. received. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I remember that. So this is, let's say, going back to our previous episode before uh um, the New Year saying, you know, will Sour by Olivio Rodrigo stand the test mm-hmm. of time. And so right now it is a hit. So we'll see how it goes afterwards. So It will, by the way. Pet Sounds, and I agree with you, all right, Pet Sounds was not a hit in the beginning. But, you know, some people started to say, you know, maybe he's a he's a genius and, you know, maybe there's something going on. So he wanted to top Pet Sounds with an album called Smile, which went into kind of a different direction away from the, the beach sound. And uh, Pet Sounds has a step away from the beach sounds. It does. Uh, But smile is even more so. So I admit smile. I love smile. Brian Wilson came out with it in the two thousands toured on it. uh, And then they've released the kind of unfinished recordings of the beach boys version of smile. So anyway, so go listen to smile as well. It's so crazy that they didn't finish that. Uh, It's because there's so many beach
0: boys records out there. There's like so many albums. They, they were pumping them out like a factory. How did they not finish this?
1: Yeah, they, well, the story goes that they didn't all, they weren't all on board. Gotcha. They didn't like all the songs. But then, funny enough, most of the songs, if you look through, especially with streaming, it's easy. Most of the songs from Smile ended up somewhere on one other album. So they had Smiley Smile, and then they had Surfs Up, and they had all these other albums. But, anyways, why didn't didn't they, they, they figure that out? But yeah, I would say at Pet Sounds, it was pretty much the peak of the Beach Boys also. So after this, because of Smile or the. Failure of Smile coming out. Okay. I hate to say it was kind of downhill for the Beach Boys. Yes, that is very true.
0: Well, (laughs) I like to say that their cover of Mama's and Papa's California Dreaming is actually a really good cover. And it came out again recently on the Stranger Things soundtrack, Stranger Things 4. Uh, It it literally, the song started off the series uh, for this, or season four. That's a great cover. And the video is actually really cool for it, too. I remember that as a kid, uh Kokomo was all right, but to me California Dreamin was like Beach Boys coming back and then they just fell off again.
1: Yeah, so there's lots of albums like you said and that's one problem I have maybe with the Beach Boys in terms of when I had to try to find an album to pick there are albums but the in those 60s the 60s era I think you know it was the, more about singles. Singles and so the Beach Boys and the and the Beatles were the some of the first ones kind of saying, "Hey, let's actually do an album." Yeah, and so I had to pick Pet Sounds because this is the album. Now they did have a few previous albums, but they're not. I don't really consider those. They were
0: Those previous albums weren't recorded. Not all of them were recorded to be an album. They were just recorded songs that they put together.
1: Yeah, collections, and they they might be different in the U.S. versus the U.K. Yeah. and things like that. And which that's is same with the Beatles. So this is let's say you know quintessential or let's say the top of the Beach Boys and maybe one of their only best albums, let's say, other than that greatest hits. So that's why I chose it. Um, It did have a guest lyricist, Tony Asher. Uh, All the tracks, for the most part, were recorded by a wonderful backing band. Let's let's say studio musicians called The Wrecking Crew, which there's a book out. There's a cool documentary out. So if you want to see kind of behind the scenes, I know there's one on Motown. There's one on, I think, Nashville Players, things like yeah. that. So if you can find the Wrecking Crew, it's really cool.
0: So the band members who were normal normally would record the instruments on their own albums on this one did not record pretty much any of the
1: instruments. Right. I think there's, there's maybe one or two that they played a few songs. But uh, you can hear the difference between this oh, album yeah. and then the later Beach Boys when yes. they went back to playing their own instruments. You can tell the difference. Yes. And so this is that wall of sound that he's kind of going for the Phil Spector sound. So there's lots of musicians. It's a, you know let's say a symphony in the studio. Correct. And so it's good in that way, but just knowing that, um yeah, there's there, there were other people in the studio. So actually on the recording, so I have this Pet Sounds box set. Ooh, I look brought at that. Out. So it's got, um, this wow. is from what, 96? I didn't get it in 96, but it's got a whole bunch of extra outtakes and things like that. So it's cool. I remember listening to this. And hearing on God only knows, the guitar player goes, "Hey Brian, what if we uh, make it a little staccato go instead of ba ba, ba 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 go bum 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 bum, bum, Ooh. bum." so it's little things like that that, of course, they don't get any songwriting credit for. Of course, yeah. But, um, but there are other musicians in there helping Brian Wilson, but Brian Wilson is the brains of this. He so, is.
0: He is the Beach Boys.
1: Yes. Um, these are honest songs of love, of growing up, of kind of feeling changed, though, and then kind of learning to fit in. So, yeah. in my midlife crisis I'm going through right now, still, still, right, still trying to figure things out. Um, I, I I still relate to this album. I don't listen to it all the time again, but it's also not typical pop, and kind of the chords and song structures are a little different. So, yeah, this is uh, a very about, different, very chamber uh, baroque pop type stuff. Baroque pop that's often been used. So. I still go back to this for the melodies. Uh, I'll hold off on my favorite and maybe nice. worst song, but um, yeah, I want to know what you think about it. if you love it or maybe you hate it. So,
0: um, I, you know, I got to thinking about how I came across this album for the first time, and I came across this album through a band called Silverchair.
1: Wait you you've heard of this before? I this have album? heard of this. Okay, this I album know, has been
0: around. <laughs> Um, you and I Silverchair, chair, silver chair, right? Yeah. You and I were fans of silver chair growing up, uh, in our teenage years. We are fans. Of we are still, Oh, I am still a huge fan of silver chair. Uh, I remember 2002 picking up this album by silver chair called diorama and falling asleep to it every night when I was visiting my grandparents in California, just falling absolutely head over heels in love with this record. Jeremy and I both grew up in the orchestra. I played uh, viola. You played the bass, the bass, And, you know, we, we love orchestral pieces. We love symphonies and stuff like that. We still, I mean, one of the the best gifts I ever got from my wife was uh, tickets to go see uh, the Zelda concert, uh, the Zelda symphony, which was amazing. So this diorama album uh, by Silverchair, normally a grunge band, was very artistic. It was very beautiful and symphonic. And I just, I fell head over and heels in love with it. And so I had to find out, I had to read all the information on it. Who was the composer that wrote all this music that helped out Daniel Johns in writing and recording? And it was a man named Van Dyke Parks. And I fell in love with him. I was like, I need to listen to everything this guy has done. And he's got a couple albums of his own out there. But one of the albums that really stood out that that when I was researching Van Dyke Parks that people said I needed to go uh, listen to was Pet Sounds. So what did I do? I go to the record store and I buy my very first Beach Boys album, Beach Boys Pet Sounds. I listen to it. I listen to it. I listen to it again and again. And I don't like it.
1: Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news or maybe this helps. Van Dyke Parks was not on this album. Wait, what? You're no. Uh. He co-wrote Smile. But so why does everybody say he's on this record? It's it's Tony Asher. It's it's Brian Wilson, Tony Asher. I have no we'll, we'll go back and double check, but I don't have any notes of Van Dyke well, Parks. but that's how I came across this album. <laughs> now I feel like a giant fool. No, but uh, maybe that's why you don't like it. Maybe, maybe it's not Van Dyke Parks, but go listen to Smile okay. because he's all over Smile. I have never listened to Smile, so
0: I, I need to listen to Smile. So uh, as years have gone by, I've I've come back to this record multiple times because so many people have talked about how classic it is and how wonderful it is, and and I'm like, all right, I need to give it a, a, a second chance, a third chance, a fifteenth chance, and I keep just. It's just, it doesn't do anything for me. It's I get why it was innovative, I get why it was out there and different, but there's only a few good songs on this record. There's only like, like, wouldn't it be nice, great opening track, God Only Knows is a classic song. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful song. And my pick for favorite song overall, Sloop John B.
1: The one non Beach Boys song. I know, isn't that weird? You've mentioned Sloop John B in the past, so yes, I have. had a feeling that you would pick this song. I love this song. I've loved it ever since I was a kid.
0: Um, being out in California and traveling places with my grandparents, they always listened to the "quote unquote" oldie station, and tons of Beach Boys songs would come on, tons of them. And this one would always come on, and I always, I just, I connected to it. I loved it, so I was excited to see that it was on this record. And I was very disappointed when the rest of the record did not
1: sound like Sloop John B. And that's my problem with Sloop John B. Not my pick for worst song on the album, but it does not fit the album. It doesn't. I'll fully admit that right there. It it feels like
0: it was forced onto the record.
1: Maybe it's uh, to have a hit or something like yeah. that. Now, you know, maybe in terms of a journey, and maybe that's what this is in terms of the album, maybe having a journey. But other than that, it's not that song of love and growing up no it's and not change and it's so not forth. i and i don't feel like the the i don't feel like beach boys actually
0: connect to the song at all except for the fact that they're singing it
1: yeah so it's a good single but it's I a admit, great single I, I i admit it's totally different in the opposite reason for me that i think it could be off this album yeah
0: so if i i mean like god only knows it's a great song uh it's beautiful um And again, like I said, the opening track, wonderful as well. Um, Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Yeah, wouldn't it be nice? A wonderful song. Um, You know, when it came to picking the songs that I did not like, two of them stood out to me. First one was You Still Believe in Me, the second track on the album, but I at least still enjoy the music on it. The song that I do not like the most, Caroline no. did your long hair go?
1: Where is the girl I
0: used to know? How could you lose
1: that
0: happy
1: glow? Oh, Carolina.
0: Now, I remember my grandma telling me that that wasn't a Beach Boys song. I remember once she was playing this album, and the memory came back to me years ago. And I was like, "I don't like this song." She's like, "Well, this technically isn't even a Beach Boys song." She she's isn't.
1: correct. She's is she really? Well, it was pitched as a single as Brian Wilson. Oh,
0: like a solo song? Yeah, so but it's it it doing is, on a Beach Boys album. It is
1: the Beach Boys song, but it was. It said, uh, "I've seen forty fives that say Brian okay. Wilson," so she's correct. Yeah.
0: Very good. Well, it's it's not a good song. So, I'm sorry out there if you like this Justin, if you're listening to this right now and you want to I don't know what to tell you, man. This is not a good record. Yeah, I'm, so I'm not I'm not I'm not with it.
1: We should have had Justin on to hear his thoughts on this album we in terms have. of um you know, because there, this is definitely this album is different from, you know, In My Room and Don't yes. Worry Baby. Those and- are such great songs. No, I think these are. Th- so this is an album. So I, I I agree that all of those were good out- songs. Again, but that was hard to find that album before to pick. Yeah, that is true. So this is an album, though. In terms of the context of 1966, all these songs go together. Oh no, uh, nope. they 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 fit. It is an album. It has a pretty consistent theme. And so you know whether it stands the test of time. That's maybe not so much now because I can see somebody listening to this. I give you Caroline. No. I, I'd still like that song. I think there's a few other songs like um, "Don't Talk." I'm um, maybe you still believe in me, like you said. There, there's some songs that melody-wise and things like that might sound a little dated. Even the instrumentals sound a little dated. Yeah, like kind of sixties.
0: Just it just you know it's okay. So let me let me just sum it up this way. Um, I have listened to this album many times over the years for the past probably twenty years. It's never caught on with me. I don't think it's ever going to. It's not a bad record, and I totally see why people like it. I do get why people like this album. I just... I think it's overrated, and, you know, shame on me or whatever for that, but I just... I do, you know? I, I don't know. There's so many other better Beach Boys songs, but then, as you were saying, they're not really on albums, so, like, it's it's tough. It's
1: tough. Yeah. So, this... Uh, I don't necessarily disagree with you, again, with the songs. Gotcha. But I would say this is still a really great album, Good. and I think okay. everybody should look All right, this. so if that being
0: said, what are your picks then?
1: Uh, well, I'll say over here, I totally forgot that my wife got me this wonderful artwork by a local artist Ooh, and says, hey. God only knows what I'd be without you. That's awesome. So I uh, totally forgot I had that until right now, um, as you mentioned that song. So yeah, that's a wonderful song. Sleep John B is great. I mean, uh, I think they're all great. I'll go with... Um I'll start with the song that I think is let's say the worst song on the album. All right. It is the title track. Oh. And it's an instrumental. Really? It's called Pet Sounds. Yeah. So there's another instrumental, let's go away for a while. Yes. That I kind of went back and forth, and I thought it was like an instant, immediate reaction of, it's going to be an uh, an instrumental. I thought that's what you were going to say, too.
0: Well, okay, so... Pet Sounds, the actual song, I actually like it because I just imagine some like 60s businessman walking down the street and being like, you know, like, what am I going to do? It's a crazy world. I don't
1: know. I like, I actually enjoy it. It just sounds dated. Uh, Very much so. The song just doesn't do anything for me. Now the other instrumental, Let's Go Away for a While. It's beautiful. That has a cool, that 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 second half of it, it kind of picks up. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice.
0: I'd say that's actually one of the highlights of this record. Hmm so I, I shame mean, you I shame on you wait, I'm sorry I like that
1: <laughs> no that, that that's a highlight as in there's I, I think there's still better oh, songs yeah. <laughs> I, say like, <laughs> gotcha. I thought that was a stab but I got, I got no, okay. no 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 <laughs> that was a good thing. <laughs>
0: good job
1: um uh I mean I like the melody of you still believe in me and that's not me and uh don't talk even so again you know it's saying um uh, what's the other one? Uh, I just wasn't made for these times and things like that. So Brian was struggling with—he uh, wasn't touring at the time, and you know, trying to fit in and trying to come up with music that maybe was a little different than everything else, and so just not fitting in. Yeah. But they still had that kind of teen love in there, so it's kind of snuck in. I don't know, melody-wise, it's still there. Lyrics-wise, you know, for for the most part, it's still there. Gotcha. If I had to pick one, I guess it's between God only knows and Wouldn't it be nice? But I'll go with Wouldn't it be nice. It's the most streamed album on Spotify for them, by the way. happy that's a great song it's it's that song of hope you mm-hmm. know being younger and we probably can all put ourselves in the shoes you like somebody or with somebody oh yeah like, wouldn't it just be nice if we we're older and didn't have all these worries only to come to find out when you're older you have other worries and mm, yep other problems but uh, <laughs> lots of other problems <laughs> um i think the chorus is butter i think you said that one time it's Butter. it's butter so on the never ending part and just the chords the choices there um it's no. a great opener. It's a great song. It's, That's a great song. Um, funny enough, it's their most streamed album on Spotify. So to date, this is 418 million wow plays. Dang. Just going back to uh, Olivia Rodrigo, though, she had twice as many for like just the extra songs on her album. Just uh, you know the the <laughs> the let's say the teenagers now listening, you know they they hit play and play and play and play. Oh, those
0: teenagers don't like the Beach Boys. Yeah,
1: they don't like the Beach Boys. So it's not surprising, but just put it into perspective, like 418 million sounds like a lot, but then you go to a a different artist and you're like a billion listens. So it's it's, it's just crazy to think. So wouldn't it be nice though? I think a lot of people like it too. Um, Around Christmas time, also Little St. Nick. So I alluded to this too when we did uh, our Little Christmas mini-sode right before Christmas and doing Little St. Nick. So I don't know. Beach Boys just always hold a, a special part in my life. My parents really like them. I think that was the first time. Only time I remember we called into a radio station requesting a song. And I think my parents, my mom and dad called up into the old uh, oldie station and said, you know, Jeremy, would like to hear, I don't remember what song at this point. And then I get to hear my mom on the radio. Uh-huh. So I, we went to a... Is that Fox 97? Fox 97, that's right. Yes. Sweet. And then we went to a Beach Boys concert, uh, whatever version of the Beach Boys in 1993 or four at the whatever venue downtown at the it's time, probably Maybe the Omni, the Dome, or the Omni, something like that. So I don't know. This is just memories of you know parents, and they passed on great music to me. So thank you, mom and dad, for passing on the Beach Boys and listening to them all the time. Thanks, mom and pa, Dudman, and and then just learning to appreciate the harmonies and everything growing up with you know, let's say the genius of Brian Wilson is and was especially at that time, and just kind of hoping that there was more of this because then it kind of, you know, he went through his own troubles after this. And there were some songs later on. Surf's Up is great on Smile. Um, There's uh, Forever, the Dennis Wilson song, Forever. I know some people sing that. I think- The Jesse Katsopoulos song. (laughs) Yes. But that's, that's a great song. It's a, such a cheesy song, but forever, I don't know. That's oh, it's a great a wonderful song, song so, but Full House ruined it. Yeah. So, and um, yeah, so the Beach Boys just hold a special place in my life. So hopefully, Justin, we did it justice, and um, everybody else out there, let us know what you think. Yeah, good pick, Justin. Oh, I wanted to throw one more thing in here, and talking about vinyl, too. Oh, yeah. So uh, originally, this is two I mean, being vinyl, so it was Wouldn't It Be Nice to Sloop John B.? And then the start of side B was God Only Knows. So imagine putting God on, imagine flipping the record over and listening to the horns come in of God Only Knows. On yeah, that's side. really cool. Totally different. We, we miss that on streaming. So. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, there's some beauty and charm
0: to vinyl and stuff that I'm still learning to appreciate. So that's awesome. Very good. Until you
1: scratch it and it doesn't play anymore. Exactly.
0: There's no <laughs> way to fix it.
1: But yes, let us know what you think out there on our socials, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, our website, thealbumargument.com. Where you will also find Jeremy's Spotify
0: playlist, where he puts all the songs from all the albums we cover. Thank you, Jeremy, for that.
1: Yeah, and so we'll uh, continue to have uh, you know podcasts throughout this year, the, throughout this new year. Let us know if you have any requests for any albums or artists or... Uh, Maybe mini suits too. So we did that mini Christmas episode. So we've, we've been discussing maybe doing something on best concert, first concert, things like that. Nice. Very good but we'll see
0: we'll see what the new year holds we shall see thank you everybody please share our information out there with others please go and download the beach boys music and support them on all live streaming services go buy their albums go buy the cds tapes whatever you want to buy of them let's just continue to support brian wilson and all the rest of the beach boys thank you so much for joining us i'm ryan i'm jeremy deuces we are out